The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Well, that was a rough game tonight. As the Royals were long overdue for a loss, let alone a clunker. And they got both as things would turn out at an unfortunate time as KC drops game one of the 2014 World Series 7-1 to one at the hands of the Giants. What's up? It's Dave welcoming you into another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. But we're here with a positive overtone to give you some good news because... I mean, this is pretty much what I expected, to be honest with you. I believe this team will be just fine. As we told you, if you listen to our preview that we had with Rob Bazzini, freelance sports writer out from California, diehard Giants guy, knows the team inside and out. We talked to him on the preview, broke the series down, and we both agreed. And I told you myself that I really did think the Royals had a good chance of dropping game one. Now, I picked the Royals to win the series in six, so no hating here. But realistically, the Royals... You know, eight in a row, you're facing Madison Bumgarner, who is apparently the new Mr. October, at least Mr. Late October. Good grief when it comes to pitching in the World Series. More on that later. But and the Royals were kind of due for a loss. And I don't know. I, I just kind of figured they'd go one and one these first two. And that's all they had to do. And now, with that said, of course, you got to win tomorrow with Ventura against Peavy, and we'll get into that a bit later. But I'm just telling you, I did kind of expect this coming into the game. And it still stunk. It was still frustrating, especially early when the Royals hit a few balls hard and had pretty good at-bats the first few innings, and especially when Shields comes out and gives up three in that first inning. And without a terrific play from Nori and, and Omar Infante getting out Posey at the play, it would have been at least four. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was a letdown, obviously. But, you know, it counts as one loss, and that's how I look at it. But before we talk about tomorrow, before we get to more of the positive news, let's talk about tonight, where... Yeah, the Royals really weren't good tonight in any facet. Yeah, there were a couple good defensive plays. We already detailed one of them. We'll talk more about that later. But let's start with pitching. That was not good at all, at least from Shields. Everyone else that pitched for the Royals was actually fairly effective. But (sighs) James Shields, not good at all. Three innings, five runs, actually three-plus innings, three-plus innings, five runs. They were all earned, scattered seven hits, walked a batter, struck out only one. That's his shortest outing since 2008. Six years plus since James Shields went less than three-plus innings. Yikes. His ERA spikes up to 7-1-1 in 19 innings of the 2014 postseason. Not good. Not good at all. Four outings, 19 innings. Shields not even giving you five innings a start. That's four and two-thirds a start, and a 7-1-1. So you're not getting innings or production out of him right now. Now, in fairness to James, and, I, and I'm not going to make excuses. I'm sure James you know, would tell you the same thing. He's not going to make excuses. In fact, he did, he did say that after the game. But, you know, 10 days rest, A, that's a long time. B, coming off a kidney stone. Now, who knows? I mean, he says no excuses, and there probably really isn't an excuse for either excuse. It's a World Series. If you're, if you're healthy enough to go out there and, you know, strap on the cleats and, and, and pitch, then hopefully, you know, the other stuff doesn't matter at that point. It didn't happen, though, tonight for Shields. Velocity was down, which is worrisome, obviously. But more than that, it's just the balls up and out over the plate. Very little swing and miss stuff. I, I think the best way to put it tonight was the pitches were flat. As I sat there at the cage, it just looked flat out of his hand, didn't it? Command wasn't there. The, st- the stuff wasn't there, though, I didn't feel like either. The changeup did nothing because the fastball wasn't really working, and the velocity is down on the fastball, which didn't help the matters at all. 
But with that said, I, I don't think it's any time to worry about Shields right now for a few reasons. I mean, first of all, he only has one more start as a Royal, most likely, or at least one more start in 2014. So at this point, what are you going to worry about with him? There's nothing else to worry about. He's got one more guaranteed start in a Royals uniform. So sink or swim, he's still your man. He's still your ace. He's going out there. So no reason to worry there. So if you know he's going to pitch either way, this time it'll be on his regular you know, rest. Only through 70 pitches tonight, so hopefully he'll be a little bit. I mean, hopefully he won't be too strong next time. He'll be pretty much on his normal routine, but be a little bit more rested since he only threw 70 tonight and had the time off before that. So either way, you're sinking or swimming with Shields. He's here, one more start, either way. So there's no, there's no point worrying at this point. He has to be a guy that can win his next start, though, doesn't he, realistically? Do we think we can lose both of James Shields' starts, assuming it's him and Bumgarner again in start number five? And then you said after the game it would be Shields again, which it should be. I'm fine with that. But if we lose that start too, I mean, gosh, we'll have had to have won, obviously, two of the next three or we're facing elimination. That goes without saying. Now, it's one game at a time. So, obviously, yes, the Royals could overcome two bad outings from James Shields. My point in telling you all this is I don't think that will happen. I, I believe in James Shields. I do. Not to mention, we'll, we'll get into the offense later. It wasn't good, but I thought there were some encouraging things against Madison Bumgarner. Now, other encouraging things was the work of the bullpen tonight for the Royals. Danny Duffy's line didn't look great. If you just look at the line, three innings, two runs on one hit, walk three, struck out three. Yeah, it's okay, but, you know, obviously, what, we're pushing the six ERA with that. So, obviously, three innings, two runs is not great when you look at the line. But I thought Duffy looked pretty good tonight. We talked about how Shields didn't have swing and miss stuff. Well, Duffy did. Now, when he first came in, you know, the butt happens, and then the walk problem hits Duffy. A couple of those, which lead to a force and run, which actually gets charged to James Shields. But I thought that home plate umpire Jerry Meals had a little bit of a floating strike zone tonight. It was bad all night. Now, it didn't cost the Royals a game. Maybe it cost them one or two runs, maybe. But who cares? It didn't matter. But I'm just saying for Duffy... I think his stuff in his, in his I think his stuff in his line would be better had he had a different home plate umpire and I don't know I guess I'm more encouraged by his stuff to me Danny Duffy looked good enough for tonight where you could bring him in in relief in game three or four and you could start him in game seven if there's a game seven because you got to figure it's Shields in five Ventura in six your choices for seven or I guess it'd probably be Guthrie but Guthrie Vargas or Duffy or you just make game seven a bullpen game where you Go with whichever of those three looks the best. You know, start one of them and have somebody else up right away if, 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 if any trouble ensues. So the good thing is Duffy's outing tonight, I think, will lead to one to two more appearances during this series. And that's good news because I thought Duffy looked, for the majority of his outing tonight, how he looked the majority of the season. Now, Tim Collins, again, it was kind of the opposite of Duffy. His line looks better than Duffy, but if you watch the game, you didn't feel like you never really felt like he had total command or yeah, it just, it kind of just seems like you're teetering with Tim Collins when he comes in, in 2014 and 2013. And I, you know, and I, Tim Collins has given us some, some good years and some good games. And I hate saying that, but I, I just don't totally trust him right now, but it's, I mean, the numbers don't lie. He was good. Two innings, no runs, two hits and a walk with two K's. So, I mean, at the end of the day, two innings, no runs, two K's, you got a strikeout per inning, small sample size, obviously, but no runs. At the end of the day, Collins got the job done. So I'm not trying to hate on Tim Collins. I'm just saying that Lions can be deceiving. Numbers can be deceiving when we don't look at the larger sample size, the larger picture. And that's why sometimes you do have to look at the eye of the scout, the eye of the baseball man, which I know the Sabre people are now shivering and going, Ooh, what are you talking about? But 
Jason Frazier comes in and scores ninth, a walk and a hit. He's been solid. That fastball just looks heavy out of his hand, explodes. Pitching tonight, though, I mean, it was pretty good, except for Shields, you know. Who who knows what would have happened? Had the, I mean, obviously, this is it doesn't even matter. We're not going to talk about it. I was going to say, you know, if you take out Shields and blah, 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 go with Duffy, it doesn't matter. You're never going to start Duffy in game one, nor should you. So it doesn't matter. So pitching-wise, I'm not going to worry about it. James Shields has one more start as a Royal either way. We can't change that, nor should we. So we trust our veteran. We trust the guy that's going to get the big payday, and we throw him out there and hope for the best. And even if he doesn't have his great, you know, his great stuff, maybe the Royals can continue to win his starts as they did the first three of this postseason and score some runs next time. It's far from over, guys. Defensively, we mentioned Nori Aoki making a really nice play to throw out Buster Posey, him and Omar Infante, on the double off the bat of Pence. No, that wasn't Pence. Pence at the home run. Let's let's get the facts straight here. Look at it. So go back to the first inning here. Here we go. Back on track here. Pence homered after Pablo Sandoval. Doubled. Nori cuts down at the plate. Buster Posey. That was a great play between him and Infante. But then obviously Pence goes deep. But so that was one very good defensive play for Nori. But then he kind of, in a way, gives it back. Not really, though, because as we mentioned earlier, the Giants get at least four runs on that first inning if Nori doesn't make that play to cut down Posey. But then Nori plays Joe Panic's single slash double into a triple and an RBI in the seventh inning. So that's kind of take away a run there. You lose a run there with defense. And an error on Mike Moustakis in the ninth and a grounder off the bat of Sandoval. Just two things that, I mean, yeah, and Alex Gordon had a really nice job of cutting off a ball that Sandoval hit late in the game, holding him to a single. So there were some nice plays, the Gordon play, the Aoki play, obviously. But then some plays, the error on Moose and the error on Aoki. You know, although it was not technically called an error on Aoki. It's called a triple, but it should have been an error. But then you also look even behind the plate with Salvador Perez. A couple of balls tonight he normally catches, especially that changeup in the dirt that, I mean, it just, he came up on it. On the wild pitch. So, I mean, uh, defensively, it wasn't good tonight for the Royals. Let's just put it that way. It didn't look like the Royals tonight, did it? Starting pitching wasn't good. You didn't get your key bullpen guys in the game. Your defense was at best solid. I mean, no, it was not solid. It was bad tonight. You can't make those errors out there in a game like this. And then offensively, we have no stolen base attempts, let alone stolen bases. So the Royals we've seen in the playoffs are making great defensive plays. Now we saw one or two pretty good defensive plays tonight. Nothing great tonight. But we also saw some bad plays tonight, which we haven't seen. We didn't see a good starting pitching outing tonight by the Royals, which we have not really seen much of in the postseason. You know, the good bullpen guys didn't get in, and, and no stolen base attempts or stolen bases. Offensively, in fact, the Royals the whole night only had six base runners, and that's including an error they were given. So really only five that they earned. Only two extra, extra base hits, a jack by Salvi. Nice to see Salvi hit a home run. That's one of the other positives from tonight. Moose with a double, but, you know, seven strikeouts and only one walk. We go over, it's not going to get it done. you got to walk more than one time. And a lot of that's just Madison Baumgartner. I'm not going to sit here and talk trash about the Royals' offense at all. I thought the Royals, like I said earlier, had pretty good at-bats the first four innings. Maybe, you know, there was a couple innings there in the fifth and sixth where I wasn't thrilled, but at that point, you know, the Royals, 
hate to say it, but they're down 5 nothing when they come to hit in the bottom of the fourth. They had pretty good at-bats there, and then after that, it's 5 nothing in the fifth and sixth, and you got to just think, well, it's not working our, our patient approach, and we haven't been scoring, so let's swing the bats, and we're frustrated, and we want to make something happen. So I get it. I'm not upset, but, I mean, let's give Bumgarner credit. Coming in and, until Salvi hit that home run with his previous World Series starts, 21 consecutive shutout innings in World Series play for Bumgarner. Are you kidding me? That's second all-time to Christy freaking Matthewson, who had 28 way back in the day. Matthewson, one of my favorite historic players of all time, by the way. If you've never read about him, definitely Google him. Christy Matthewson. But 21 consecutive before Salvi went deep. And offensively, like I said, I mean, obviously two turning points in the game. No doubt it's the three runs in the top of the first. Was enough runs to win the game, as it turned out, which it so often is in these kind of games. And then, of course, the fourth inning. Like I said, the E6 by Brandon Crawford. That was one of six Royals base runners. He makes the error off the bat of Omar Infante. Moose doubles. Jershley probably should have sent home Infante from third. I know Ned definitely wanted him sent there in retrospect. But, I mean, okay, I'm okay with him playing it safe. He probably should have sent him, but you have to think second and third, nobody out. You're not going to risk it. And you have to think you're down three, so you don't want to start panicking there, no pun intended, not to be confused with Joe Panic at second base for the Giants. So they didn't do it, but it, I mean, it, it, it hurt, as it would turn out, because Alcides Escobar, who's been really good this this you know this postseason, can't lay off the high fastball when he gets down to the count 0-2. You know, gets barely able to foul that one off that was at, what, 95, 96, up above the letters, about the chin level. Comes right back, does, does Baumgartner next pitch. Why wouldn't he? Escobar is swinging a miss, a bat at bat there. Couldn't get the run home. Noriaoki, two hittable fastballs, first two pitches, slaps him foul, gets down, can't check a swing, strikes out. Lorenzo Kane, a great at bat, gets down 0-2, draws the walk as Bumgarner didn't give him anything to hit. Give Kane big credit. Kane, great at bats, continuing for the ALCS MVP. But then first pitch, ground out by Hosmer, 4-3. Panic to belt, and that was it. Then the Royals came right back, gave up a couple more runs in the bottom of the fourth. That was all that she wrote at that point. Bumgarner, 106 pitches in seven innings with the seven Ks. Only one run. Shields, like I said, had 70 pitches in three plus. Just not good tonight for the Royals. Just kind of shake this game off. Yeah, it's frustrating because you, you, you've been hearing some of the haters out there and, and some of the trolls all over Twitter and stuff like that. You know, or, oh, the Royals stink. Oh, what a boring game. What a horrible World Series. The ESPN article was right. Oh, I live in my mom's basement. <laughs> You know, it's one game. That's why this is the best of seven, and that's why I said the Royals had to split these first two. And realistically, I thought they would lose this game. I did. So while I'm disappointed, while it hurt me when the Royals stung some balls early in the game, I mean, you look at Hosmer in that first inning, smoked a ball. Aoki smoked the ball back up the middle. Later in the game, Butler, a nice track shot to right center. I mean, you go on and on. There was a number of balls hit hard in this game. And the Royals have had a pretty good at bats. Nothing to show for. So just give Bumgarner credit. Admit that we didn't have a good starting pitching effort from Shields. And just move on. The good thing is our bullpen's fully rested. The key guys, at least, for tomorrow. Obviously, Duffy and Collins unavailable. But everybody else, you've got Frazier. You've got Finnegan to get you through the sixth if you need to. And then you've got Herrera, Davis, Holland. And I'm sure if it goes extra as they go to somebody, Vargas or Guthrie, who's ever not starting three. I'm assuming it's Guthrie and three. But we'll see what they do. But whoever's not starting, that's your extra innings guy tomorrow. So the bullpen and starting should be pretty good. And let's go over tomorrow. It's a it's a near must win. I mean, if the Royals lose tomorrow, then Shields has to win his next start. We talk about how can the Royals win this series if Shields loses his final start as a Royal. Well, if that happens and they lose tomorrow, it's over. So <laughs> let's get the win tomorrow. You can't afford to go down 0-2 
needing to win two out of three just to get it back here. Need to win that game tomorrow. Ventura PD. Ventura's fastball, 97 miles an hour all year. The highest average velocity in Major League Baseball at the 97. And talking to Rob Bazzini, covers the Giants, tells me they struggle with those types of pitchers. Not great bat speed on some of these guys. Susceptible to the high fastball. So Ventura, who is coming off of shoulder discomfort and left the game early in Baltimore his last start, where he allowed four runs in five and two-thirds 11 days ago. So hopefully he's plenty rested. That's two and a half starts ago by the time he goes. So, again, you talk about Shields has one more start. Ventura's got two more starts. He's got tomorrow and he's got game six. Royals need two more starts out of him. They can ride him for at least 90 tomorrow. You need six innings out of Ventura. At least five, but really six. Two-run ball out of Ventura. We need six innings and two runs out of Ventura. The Royals do that. They should win the game tomorrow. They're facing Jake Peavy. Now, Ventura, by the way, not a single hitter in this lineup has seen him, which I like. So and you can talk. You, you can look at some of the teams like the, the White Sox, who were pretty successful against Ventura, just swinging away at that first-pitch fastball, sitting dead red. But at the end of the day, the Royals still have a great defense out there. they got the home crowd. Ventura will be confident. He's rested. And they've never seen him. And as Mazzini tells me, and he watches the Giants way more than any of us do, they're susceptible to guys like that. So with him and then followed by three guys who throw the lights out of the ball and Herrera, Davis, Holland, I like our chances tomorrow against Jake Peavy. Now, he's 1-3 this postseason with a 7-0-3. His NLS, NLCS start, his lone start, four innings, two runs against the Cardinals. And some of the numbers, you mentioned nobody has seen Ventura from the Giants. Well, the Royals have, have done pretty well against Peavy, some of the guys. At least a few guys have. Billy Butler, 424 with three home runs and 30-plus at-bats. 424 with three home runs against Peavy. That's good. Escobar, who's your leadoff hitter, 409. He's got two home runs off of Peavy. So 424 for Butler with three, 409 for Escobar with two. How about Gord? He's got a home run, too, and a 357 average against Peavy. Norrie's never seen him. Kane 0 for 5. Hosmer 1 jack hitting 190. And Fonte 190 as well. And then you have Salvi and Moose in the mid-220s against PV. So, you know, three guys that scorch the ball. One that's decent. One that's never seen him. And four that don't do well. Lifetime against the Royals, 5 and 7 of 497. So, based on recent performance by PV and this year's playoffs, like we just said, his ERA is very James Shields-like right now, 7.03 for what Shields has been this postseason. So imagine what Shields has been this postseason, but probably a little worse because he's not giving you the kind of innings. Now Shields is only giving you four and two-thirds, but a PV even less than that. So you got to feel like the Royals can score three to four runs tomorrow off a of PV, don't you? And I would guess the Giants try to go five out of him, maybe six, depending on how Ventura is doing and how the Royals have done. Get to him early. Get a run or two in the first couple innings. And Ventura, obviously, we've got to keep them off the scoreboard in the first inning. It's got to happen. Ventura needs to keep them quiet early. Give your offense a chance to get you a lead. Get a lead. Never look back. I like the Royals' chances tomorrow in a 5-2, to 6-3, to 5-3 type of game tomorrow. We'll have it for you again on Clubhouse Conversation. Look forward to it. It's still World Series baseball, Royals fans. Stay positive. Like I said, the bullpen's fresh for tomorrow. You got a good matchup tomorrow favors you you're playing at home still and we talked about it. how will this team respond after they lose a game in the postseason that will that will decide if they'll win the world series you lose tomorrow you're not in great shape at all but i don't think that's an issue i think this team will come out relaxed and confident as they should it's just another game at home the giants are the ones that have the pressure on them 
Go out, win the game, have a nice plane ride out to, you know, San Francisco, and let's enjoy this weekend of getting two out of three in San Francisco. What do you say? Win tomorrow, get two out of three, we come home for the clinch on Tuesday or Wednesday at the K. Love you, Royals fans. Stay positive. Thanks for listening to Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night and go Royals.